Hello and welcome to Beers in the Sheds. I'm your host, Josh Donahoe, and I'm joined each week by my good mate, Daniel Friend. This is episode number nine on another of our weekly podcasts where we chat about all things sport and beer. Friendy, how are you this week, mate? I'm well, Josh. Back for another episode of Beers in the Sheds. I've uh, been enjoying it. So yeah, let's rip in again. Let's rip in again. All right. So let's jump to our first segment, which is the play of the week. Uh, mate, I'm going to jump in first here with mine. I've gone with David Warner's revenge, I'm calling it. Uh, he's hit 92 off 58 balls in the IPL for Delhi. Uh, the, the revenge part, though, comes around playing against his former club, uh, and that's who he's thumped him against. Uh, they unceremoniously dumped him last year as captain, and he's uh, found a new club and stuck it to him. So I like that. Yeah. He's playing under Ricky Ponting as well, and I think – Ricky gives him a fair bit of confidence from what I've heard of, uh, from Davey when he speaks about his great coach there. So, yeah, I'm not surprised he's flying under Ricky's tutelage. Uh, for me, Josh, uh, your minor boy, Nico Hines, he gets my play of the week and he led the Sharks. He's been playing halfback for them and playing really well to a courageous win with 12 men for the majority of the game, probably um, nearly three quarters of the game. They also had... 11 men for 10 minutes of it. And the Warriors did not score in that time, mainly <laughs> due to Nick. Yeah. Nico's control. Um, wow. He was fantastic. He yeah forced a few dropouts and I, I'm yeah astonished at how well he's playing and, and credit to him. So yeah, local boy for me. Good. You mind a lad. There's going to be quite a good footy players coming out of the central coast. There is a few. It's, it's a big breeding ground and yeah, not the big smoke. So yeah, there's uh, plenty of time for sport. Excellent. Speaking of sport, Josh, we've got, obscure sport is back again it's been a bit of a hit with our listeners it's my turn this week and i'm really excited for this one so (laughs) i yeah i'll get stuck into it and stuck into it is probably what they do in this sport it's utb and it is ultimate taser ball uh so yes it is what it sounds like they basically two teams they have a large 24 inch ball it's massive i've seen the pictures I guess that's what everyone says. And <laughs> you have to get it to the other end, much like soccer, but you can pick it up, kick it, do whatever you want. And you just got to get it in the, the other goals um, at the opposite end of the field. Meanwhile, you must dodge everyone trying to taser you. So what, as in like a full strength police issue taser? A legitimate taser. So basically the taser, they say, gives a, a current of three to five milliamps. So it's sufficient to cause localized muscle spasms but no permanent damage to the vital organs of the body so yeah just rocking around and uh tasering people and trying to score goals would there just be a litter of bodies on the floor preventing the ball getting in the goal well i guess so i mean there's people just getting zapped you think you're making a big break the fullback comes across he doesn't tackle you he just zaps you it's yeah it's pretty amazing that this is a sport they do say that it hasn't been officially played since 2013 but there are thoughts of underground competitions going on <laughs> with the ultimate taser ball so yeah watch out for that one it'd have to be underground and you'd have to have a pretty good lineup of substitutes i reckon to come on i, I would say so and i wonder if so junior sport around here uh the family used the active kids voucher to subsidize their fees so i wonder if you can use those for ultimate taser ball I don't know if it's family friendly, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> At rego time. Here you go. Um, yeah, but that's my obscure sport for this week, mate. Love it, mate. Well found. Well found. 
Uh, okay, so let's go around the grounds. What have you seen this week in the world of sport, Andy? This week, mate, a uh, pretty quick wrap-up of the Rugby League. Penrith suffer their first loss to your Parramatta Eels. You'd be happy about that one, I'm guessing? Absolutely, mate. I think I, I probably didn't tip it last week, but I was probably excited it might have might eventuate, and it did. Yeah, they've knocked off uh, the Panthers and the Storm now, which are the top two. So Parramatta flying, uh, and my Knights remain at the bottom of the ladder. That I think they will bounce back pretty soon. And all the sides head up your way to the Sunshine State for Magic Round, but it looks like there's going to be a bit of rain about. So, yeah, what did hey, you catch? Are, yeah, there is definitely a bit of rain. I was going to say we're uh, we're in what they're calling an unprecedented rain event. But um, funny, I've heard them say that a lot of times this year already. So I don't mm. know how unprecedented it is, but uh, <laughs> it might affect footy a little bit this weekend. We'll see how we go. Yeah, I'd say it will. Looking at a few of the uh, the odds and things like that, it looks like unders are the um, very expected results. So they're expecting a lot of rain up there. What did you catch in the week of sport, mate? For me, mate, mainly AFL, the Demons are still undefeated after eight rounds, which is a cracking start to the season. But last year, they were actually nine undefeated as they kicked yeah, right. off. Um, they, will, they will surpass that this year, no doubt, because they've got the Eagles... Uh, this week, which is a walk yep. in the park. And even after that, I can just see them racking up a few more wins. So looking forward to seeing how far they stretch that run. And yeah, who who can topple them? Um, on the other end of the scale, from the undefeated to the completely pathetic, uh, North <laughs> Melbourne and West Coast Eagles remain the whipping boys of the comp and copped big hidings again this week. So prompt to me, mate, what, what do you reckon your favourite word for a flogging is? Because we're seeing plenty of them against those mm. two teams. Yeah, a flogging, uh, a shellacking. I'm a bit of a fan. I of like it. shellacking. A shellacking or a pizzling. I don't know. Pizzling. Depends how. Yeah, it depends how arrogant you're trying to be to the opposition, I guess. But yeah, if you you say you're down the pub and how'd you go today, boys? And oh yeah, we shellacked them. I think that's probably my go-to. Yeah, I don't mind sort of the you know annihilated and obliterated. Really like yep. gave it to them. But I think if you you start getting to you know we got taught a lesson, we got our pants pulled down. Slightly different conversation, mm. but. Definitely yep. describes a poor, poor turnout. So yeah. anyway, it was you a wouldn't... bit of a shame to see big losses. But um, outside of the AFL, I thought it was worth noting Carlos Alcaraz, who mm. in the tennis world has racked up three titles already this year. He only just turned 19 this week, yep. I think. And he's beaten uh, the Joker. He's beaten Rafa. He's beaten Zverev. And he's now moved into number six in the rankings. Like just absolutely flying at the moment. So well worth a mention and probably one of the, the new faces in tennis, which uh, is going to be good to see yeah. against the, the usual big guys. Yeah, absolutely. I have caught a bit of him playing. And next time you watch, if you do like your tennis, anyone out there listening, have a look at him and, and compare him to Novak, his actual stroke play. They almost look identical. Um, okay. Yeah, have a watch next time. I thought I was watching highlights of the Joker. And it's actually <laughs> wow. this young 19-year-old kid. They're, they're, yeah, the technique and everything, very similar from what I saw. Well, and he's Spaniard too, so I'm guessing his clay game is going to be pretty exceptional. So That's uh, what he, he beat Zverev be... um, on this week. Yep, yeah, on the clay. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, watch the space. Exciting seeing new faces come into tennis. Absolutely, mate. And beer of the week, that's the other topic we do discuss on this great show. What have you got for me this week, mate? I'm still nursing a little bit of a hangover from the Gabs Beer Festival in Brisbane on Saturday night. And it's, uh, I think I mentioned the other week, it's where brewers get to get a little bit crazy, make something fun, make something exciting. So I did get to try the weird and wonderful, including a barbecue shapes sour. 
wow. a brown IPA that's called Skitties. <laughs> uh, and while while we're on the good names, there was a Gummy Venus. That's a little nod for my Simpsons oh, fans out there. Outstanding. <laughs> but the best name definitely for the festival goes to the Snozberries. Tastes like Snozberries, yep. which has to be my favourite scene uh, of all time, almost from uh, Super Troopers. Um, so, so great names and great fun. But the beer of the day for me was a kettle sour, which had been aged in whiskey barrels from a brewery called Co-Conspirators based down in Victoria. So yeah, it was a wonderful afternoon of beer, way too much beer, lots of crazy beer. Uh, but that's my nod this week. Awesome, mate. I love that. I actually wish I got to taste a few of those. It would have been unreal. The, um, mate, well, well Sip- Sydney and uh, Melbourne festivals are still to come in the coming weeks. So Brisbane was mm-hmm. the first one of, of the festival, but uh, I, I totally recommend getting down there and trying a few. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, anyone interested, yeah, try and find your tickets there online. All right, and with some of those exotic or crazy beers, Josh, uh, they'll be one of our ales for the week. And sort of a, a different figure this week. We normally go someone a bit topical or controversial. This guy's, I guess, topical. The great show Neighbours, which, yes, for our listeners, I do still watch. Some people might think that's a bit embarrassing, but that's okay. Oh, I love it. And it's <laughs> being, um, yeah, it's it's being, well, I, I guess, gotten rid of or ex- it's going to become extinct in August. And one of the great characters, one of my favourites on Neighbours was toadfish uh the toad so would you yeah would you have an ale or bale with great toadfish rebecca maybe it lose tavern (laughs) and maybe who knows maybe kylie will get back on there margot robbie she was on the show so they might be about too well if they were all in the general lassiter's precinct (laughs) could be could be good time for a beer but um i look toadie's one of those those great Aussie characters. I used to be a Neighbours fan back in the day, but to be honest, I couldn't even tell you it was still running. I thought Home and Away was the one that was still going, but um, yep. sad to hear it's finishing up. I, I have heard in the news about the the show of, uh, you know, getting all the, the old stars back for a, a reunited show and Kylie and Jason, I think, have yep. said okay to, to sign up. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, yep. okay. They I thought will I'd be ask back the, in. Ask the expert. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly, yeah. Scott and Charlene their characters and that they'll be back in for a, a cameo uh and yeah i'm definitely having a beer with toady mate more to the point to just ask him how he landed all those glamorous women um over the years when he looked like a toadfish on the show you mean or in real life on the show no on the show okay. yeah on the show he seemed to be the a bit of a lothario uh toady and i <laughs> i don't get how a fat guy with a mullet uh, that wears Hawaiian shirts sort of pulled that off. So I'd love I to have a chat with him. He's mates with the script writer there. He's asked to be written into yeah. all these great scenes with uh, great, great lovers. Uh, but yeah, Very look, I'll, I'll have a beer with Toadie. Um, what, were his, what were his cousins called? Um, oh, you had uh, his brother is Stonefish. Stonefish uh, that's right. I think his, yeah, his cousin or nephew was Tadpole. Um, so yeah, they uh, thinking outside the box, the, the writers. I, I hope you're going to be okay when the, the show finishes up and you get to watch your last neighbours. And let's have a cheers and have a beer with Toadfish. <laughs> uh, footy tips this week, Josh. Last week, how did you go in the AFL and who have you got this week? Yeah, six out of nine, which just isn't good enough if you want to really get the top of the, the tipping tables. But uh, my swans went down. A couple other upsets I didn't pick. So, um, you know, just an FYI, I wanted to flag this because we record this usually on a Tuesday, sometimes on mm. a Wednesday. 
pretty hard to make those picks early on. You don't have the full team lineup. You're not sure who's yep. out with injuries. So I just want to put that in perspective and maybe give me a bit of leeway on that six to nine or six out of nine. Yep. <laughs> so this week I've gone with the Bulldogs um, with Bontempelli back in the side. So I'm hoping they'll get up. Tigers over the Hawks. Port to beat North Melbourne because that's just what happens to North Melbourne. Cats to pip the Saints in possibly the match of the round. Uh, the Saints were actually really good against the Demons last week. Um, probably the closest to giving them a nudge. So um, that'll be a really good game. Swans to beat Essendon. And I'll be there cheering in the stands. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Swans will You're be building. too good, though. Lions will be too good also against the Crows. Frio will get up away at the Suns. They're starting to look really good, Frio. Carlton to get up over GWS. And the Demons will run absolute rings around a West Coast team that must really be struggling to, to have a reason to get out of bed. Um, they don't have to travel this week, the Eagles, but it won't help them in any way, shape or form. They'll cop a shellacking. There'll be um, a shellacking. Absolutely. The what about you in the NRL? What's going on? NRL for me, I got six out of eight last week, which is pretty similar to yourself. Probably just need to be that or maybe just over. Um, to compete in most tipping comps. This week, I've got my Knights to bounce back after six straight losses to beat the Bulldogs to start off Magic Round. I think Manly will just pip the Broncos, uh, the Bunnies to beat the Warriors, who how they didn't score against 11 men the other day has just turned me off them completely. <laughs> That's a worry. That's a worry. That is a worry. Yeah, exactly right. Also, I will have the Dragons to beat the Titans, this next game was very tough. Top of the table clash, Melbourne Storm and Panthers. I'm going to lean with the Panthers as Melbourne are missing Ryan Pappenhausen. The Sharks will beat the Raiders uh, and the Parramatta Eels to continue their winning ways over the Chooks and North Queensland to finish off the weekend and remain in the top three. Sounds good, buddy. What about for a bet of the week? Every week we have a little wager just for a bit of fun, betting responsibly, of course. But what do you, uh, well, how'd you go last week? Any joy? Me, yeah. I, I actually, I, I did win a couple of things, but unfortunately it wasn't for the listeners to hear. But yeah, horse ran second, uh, great house in the Gossy Gold Cup. So yeah, not quite good enough. This week, mate, I've got the Knights to win uh, head-to-head into either team by 10 or less in the Panthers and Melbourne game. And that'll get you about $3.80. So how about you, mate? Yeah, look, last week, no joy. The Lions got up by 75, but not 95 like I envisaged. But um, anyway, this week, new bet, new week. I've gone the Swannies to cover the line against Essendon, which is about 20, I think, or 22, into the Celtics to win at home versus the Bucks, uh, And that'll give you 2 bucks 75. Lots of good good sport coming in out of the NBA. So uh, I have been keeping an eye on that. Fingers crossed that we'll get the biscuits. Okay, so that's about it from us this week. Enjoy your week ahead. Thanks again for listening in. You can always find us on streaming platforms such as Apple, Spotify, and a few others out there. As well on the socials, guys, Twitter, Facebook. Um, We might be looking into potentially a TikTok or an Instagram, maybe both. So, yeah, we'll keep you posted and give us a like and a follow. And Friendy and I will be having a beer this Friday. I'll be heading down to Sydney. So looking forward to that, mate. Yeah, mate, I cannot wait. Uh, hopefully you can point me in the right direction of some nice ales and uh, we'll, we'll have a few. Absolutely, mate. Look forward to it. So wherever you are this weekend, make sure you enjoy your beers in the sheds.